Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I watched the video of Bethany Mandel, who's been on this program, being asked to define woke. And she had what looked to be like kind of a, a brain fart. She's out promoting a book with Carol Markowitz. She's, you know, it's a grueling schedule for authors to literally sit in a room and jump from show to 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 show for hours on end. That's kind of the commitment you make to the publisher to promote the book. It's like why, you know, actors are seen on red carpets and that sort of thing. They do what's called junket interviews. And if you've never seen that, you might have seen, you know, an interview with an actor, an A-lister, and they're sitting with a, you know, black curtain backdrop, maybe a, a poster from the movie, and you see this interview with different angles and different interviewers. Basically what that is is the person sits in the chair and they just rotate interviewers. And that person, that actor could be sitting there for two, three hours at a time trying to you know, give fresh answers to basically the same questions. So now, because of this video going around and, and on others, you have people on the left like, see, conservatives can't define woke. They don't know what this is. But we do. And I can provide you a clear definition. And I'm and I'm looking, it's going to peg into an article from the Associated Press concerning attacks on free speech. I'm as free speech as free speech gets. And on many issues, I'm very libertarian, more of a conservatarian, if you, if you would. I'm not a card-carrying libertarian, but I share a lot of, a lot of, you know, views with, you know, card-carrying libertarians. Woke, which stems from the 1930s to stay woke, is to address the, to be more conscious, conscientious, to have a, a, a clear-eyed understanding of the structures of a society that may infringe upon the right of people to be treated equally, to be marginalized, um, to to seek to understand what it is is holding back certain individuals or groups of, of people uh, from full inclusion into a society. I don't disagree with that. Now, I realize some of it stems from Marx's critical theory. There's, there's two problems with this concept of woke. First and foremost, that if you try to apply Marx's critical theory, you will get no extra freedoms and you, your equality will just be inequality of misery, okay? The Cuban Revolution did not provide the average Cuban with any more freedoms as demonstrably less, actually, right? So they, they overthrew Batista, they overthrew the government, in comes uh, Castro and Guevara, and now the people literally have no freedoms at all, but they're equally poor, equally miserable. Uh, but they have access to health care and education. Yes, but outside of what is reserved for the highest levels of the Communist Party, what really does the average Cuban have access to? Just and this kind of goes to the woke thing. Saying we're going to make a declaration that health care is a human right. Okay, great. If you show up to the doctor's office and there's no medicine, there's barely a staff, the equipment is, by all accounts, outdated. So you have an equal access, a declaration of access to something that doesn't actually 
get provided to you. But you you made a declaration of human rights, and that's all that matters. The bend in this clear-eyed understanding that there are people who may not have full access to society, that Marx's critical theory will essentially say to you, if you are the proletariat, you are essentially in a herd of cattle and you have a, a, a master that does not treat you like an individual. Well, what Marxist society respects individuality or free speech or the freedom of religion or the right to acquire property? None. So even if you think that the origins of wokeness is critical theory and critical theory is supposed to free people from the bondage of being part of the proletariat, there's no society structured on Marxism where the proletariat is any better off. But then it takes an even greater turn, and here's where we go. Kind of like saying we should give credit to the Cuban government for declaring that healthcare is a human right when there's no healthcare to be found. The absurdity, right? If you had 200 people get on an airplane and somebody announces that the pilot has very little flight training, but is in fact a transgender individual of color. When the plane crashes, are you supposed to say, well, as we are hurtling to our death in this fireball, we should say that this was a success because the pilot was a transgender individual of color. That's absurd. Not a single one of you out there, not a single one of you, and I'm talking right to the core of the ankle biters, the legendary callers. Not a single one of you, if your child needed life-saving surgery, would ever ask the question about the race, gender, or sexual orientation of the surgeon. Your only concern would be, is this the best surgeon that my money can buy or my insurance could provide? You would not even ask that question. But wokeness does exactly that. It takes the most absurd, insane aspect of any discussion and demands that the most absurd and insane component on it be treated as its most important, ethically, morally, and intellectually. Weintick 695, Patriot 957-2874. That's what it does. So if a bank, if a bank is staffed by stupid and lazy people who make very, very bad business decisions, the fact that they threw an endless array of gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender awareness events in the office means nothing when the bank collapses. But this is how woke approach, woke people approach these things. And when you look at the origin of what we call wokeness now, it comes from, yes, academia, which is ripe to import wokeness because many academics don't have any actual experience in the field of their instruction and live in a bubble surrounded by two groups of people other people who are instructors in fields they have no experience in 
and very young and impressionable people, which is what you see on a lot of college campuses. So some of the most absurd and insane ideas flow from this. We're seeing this now with the talk of reparations. In San Francisco, they want to provide $5 million, $5 million per black resident of the city. The city is already projecting without this, okay, just where they are right now, a $728 million deficit. The state itself, California, according to Gavin Newsom's own people, is expecting a $22.7 billion deficit. The price tag from the Hoover Institution at Stanford University is $600,000 per non-black resident. This will not work. It, 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 won't, it won't work. It, 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 it won't work. But yet they are forging ahead and demanding that everybody agree with them that this is what should actually happen. And I've used this analogy. I forgot the name of the song. Maybe someone on Twitter, maybe somebody on the phone can remind me. I know it's like a jump rope rhyme. And it has to do with a little girl trying to make a dollar out of 85 cents. I forgot, I forgot how it goes. I'm talking from when I was a little kid. That if you have 85 cents on the table, you say we have to make a dollar out of this. All right, let's start with the quarters. Okay, so you count 25 cents. Then you have another quarter. And you have 50 cents. Okay, you add in a dime, you've got 60 cents. And you keep going, you end up at 85 cents. You say, no, 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 no. Let's start with the pennies first. And you count the first five coins, five pennies. By the time you get to the quarters, it's still going to be 85 cents. Wokeness would demand that you declare 85 cents a dollar. But it's not a dollar. It's 85 cents. Now it's a dollar. 85 cents is now a dollar. Because we've decided that these coins now add up to a dollar, even though they're only 85 cents. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. And now what is happening is when you see adults who are ever more trying to pre pre present to children what we as a society not just crazy right-wing evangelical Christians, what we as a society view as inappropriate for children is now being referred to as book bans, unconstitutional, anti-free speech. And yet we've had parameters in place. We don't let children, now I know in the era of streaming, they don't exist like they used to. We still have some here in New York City. I walk past them every day. We don't let children shop in stores that sell pornography, right? If there's three X's in neon on the sign, we have made that a no-go for children. Even the people that operate these establishments would turn away children because we as a society have said this is inappropriate for children. 
We have created something called the age of majority in our society. Now there are varying forms of it. 18 to vote, 18 to serve in the military, 17 with a parental signature, 21 to consume alcohol, etc., etc. But we have an understanding about children and their maturity levels and what they are able to understand and what should be presented to them and what should not be presented to them. We are now, we have a force in this country that is saying that children at very young ages, because they, air fingers quote, identify as a different gender, should be immediately and without question put on a conveyor belt, starting with puberty blockers to cross-sex hormones and then to permanently disfiguring surgery. And if anyone says anything about it, you are a bigot who wants children to commit suicide. This is insane. It is insane. Are there any parents listening to this program that let their nine-year-olds choose what their bedtime is or hands them to the remote to either their local cable system or Netflix or whatever it is and says, watch what you want, I don't care? Of course not. If your child self-identifies as somebody who only eats cupcakes and donuts, would you say, well, my child is a sugarian and only eats sugary foods. I guess I have to, you know, understand my child and feed them only donuts. That would be insane. You would say, that's a dessert. It's a treat. You can't have it every day. And by the way, go brush your teeth. This is insane what we're dealing with. And this is the problem with wokeness. If you want to say we shouldn't treat people as groups, we should treat them as individuals. Meaning if somebody said, Andrew, 75 years ago, a young black or Hispanic girl who excels at math might not have been given the fullest opportunity to pursue her dreams based on her gifts in mathematics. We need to fix that. You know what? You're right. You're 100% right. But we, what we don't say is, you know what? Let's just graduate people from engineering and architecture programs because of who they are. Well, this person doesn't have any mathematical skills or engineering skills, but we're going to let them design a bridge that commuters are going to drive across every day. That would be insane. But that kind of thinking is what appeals to people who call themselves woke. And even further... And I'd have to dig up the interview. How many of you saw the movie Hidden Fingers? Hidden Figures? How many of you saw the movie? If you haven't seen the movie, see the movie. But I forget if it was Catherine Goebbels or Mary Jackson. One of the women who's featured in the film said the scenes with the uh, racially segregated bathrooms and the racially segre segregated coffee makers didn't actually happen. So would the movie have been appealing if it was just about three black women who happened to be awesome at math, computer programming, and engineering being involved in the space program in the 1960s, maybe not. Why do you have to lie to the audience to sell the movie? So much to get to on this program. I didn't even get to, I didn't even get to my article yet. I didn't even get to my clips. How many clips do we have today? Like 30? We've got a ton. But this is the headline from the Associated Press. I'll go a little long on this segment, then I'll... I'll move on. Experts say attacks on free speech are rising across the United States. From Boise, Idaho. An Idaho art exhibit was censored and teens were told they couldn't testify in some legislative hearings in Washington state. 
A lawmaker proposed a hotline so the government could track offensively biased statements as well as hate crimes. In Florida, bloggers are fighting a bill that would force them to register with the state if they write posts criticizing public officials. Now, these, this bill in Florida has gone nowhere. Has gone nowhere. This was one lone individual who Governor DeSantis already said, this will not pass any House chamber, and I will not sign it even if it did. There, This is dead on arrival. Meanwhile, bans on books and drag performance are growing increasingly common nationwide. So everything gets conflated here. We are seeing tremendous attacks on First Amendment freedoms across the country right now at all levels of government. Censorship is proliferating, and it is deeply troubling, said Joe Cohn, legislative and policy director at the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Now, wait a second. Why aren't we concerned in this opening with people that were banned from Twitter for questioning vaccine efficacy? Why aren't we concerned about journalists who could not publish works that were damning to the prospects of Joe Biden? That they're not concerned with. They're not concerned with individual civil liberties being thrown into a dumpster fire during the COVID lockdowns. That they're not concerned with at all. But when you hear that school districts are saying, parents are saying, I don't know if I want men dressed as women spreading their butt cheeks for my six-year-old. Oh my God, free speech is being destroyed. This year, we're seeing a wave of bills targeting drag performances where simply gender nonconforming is enough to trigger the penalty. We're also seeing a wave of bills regulating what can be in public or K-12 school libraries, Cohn said. On college campuses, we've been tracking data about attempts to get faculty members punished, even fired, for free speech or expression, and the numbers are startling. Uh, we have seen students driven from campus we have seen conservative speakers driven from campus. We just saw the other day a, a an appellate court judge being kicked out of the Stanford Law School because his views were unpopular to this crowd. But that doesn't concern them. The fact that the library and the schools are government institutions and because of this is what democracy looks like, they are self-regulating what is appropriate for children, we're being told that this is like Nazi Germany. Only wokeism thinks like that. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right, they are wrong. That is the end of the story. The end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.